Up Podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava. And it is Friday, so it is kind of following the trend of big sneaker releases happening on the weekends, and that's typically what you see with sneakers. And it's just been a good week. It's been a, a really interesting week for me, uh, learning a little bit more about sneakers. I enjoy learning. I enjoy uh, putting in the the uh, research and stuff that goes into that and and trying to learn as much as I can. Um, just a takeaway from this week is whenever you know that there's a release coming out, and this is something I've been struggling with lately, is you need to make sure you put in the actual work to learn what you think the resale value is going to be. And if whether or not you're in a cook group or a bolo group or you're just doing this on your own, um, you still need to put in the research on your own, I believe, to figure out how well something is going to resell, what the prices are going to be. And simply put, you just do that by going on StockX, Goat, eBay, and seeing what the pre-release prices are of the shoes, seeing, okay, well, you know, they typically are going for price X, and they're probably going to drop by a pretty pretty decent amount, not a huge amount, but they're going to drop a little bit after the release comes out. So what what do I think I can sell these for? You know, the the closest solds to the actual time of release, which would be probably up until the release actually happens, would be your best indicators because the release is going to dip maybe a little bit, but after the after the initial release goes, you know, comes out, um, it may dip a little bit in the upcoming couple days, but that release typically trends well with the prices that StockX is selling for, Goat is selling for, uh, eBay is selling for, right up to the release. So I try and take a look probably about five to ten minutes before the release actually happens. Just double check and see what prices look like because if you're just looking the night before, people are people are a little bit uh, not price savvy when it comes to buying sneakers. And so the night before, they'll overpay by $100 compared to maybe what the price will be the following day. And so it's important to keep up with the current prices of shoes. Now, obviously, if you have a pair of Dunks coming out from the Nike sneakers app, those are going to hit very well. They're going to do very well. You don't have to worry about the Dunks. They are going to smash. And you have that with a lot of shoes. The Jordan a lot of Jordan 1s, especially like an OG Jordan 1, not like a retro zoom or not anything like that. Um, but an OG Jordan 1 in a clean colorway, like those are going to smash. Like a lot of these shoes right now are hitting and it's partly because sneakers are doing really well right now. The, the market for sneakers as a whole has gone up and that's coupled with the fact that they're doing some pretty good releases. I mean, the Kobe's have been coming out and there have been dunks being released in both very like exotic colorways like you see with the uh, some of the bigger collabs that have come out think of like the grateful deads think of the ben and jerry's think of uh, the safaris i think i think there was a pair of safaris that came out earlier in the spring um just some of these colorways are very exotic and then some of them are very mellow think about the ones that just came out today the green dunks they were just dunk highs and they were like a pine green color those were very very clean um nothing too crazy with those and we've seen that trend happen a little bit they're getting into more neutral colors right now and that's that's interesting i enjoy both i enjoy seeing the craziness the, some of the collabs that they come out with are really interesting they do a fantastic job with some of them and then some of the the more neutral uh, more relaxed colorways that are maybe just a 
uh, more of like a classic, like a, like the St. John colorways or the Kentucky colorway that they came out with or the Syracuse colorway that they were supposed to release during March Madness before it was canceled. Those colorways still hit really well because they're beautiful. They look good. They look good on foot. They look good just to look at. They're beautiful shoes. And so the, you have to do your research, though. My point in saying that is when you see a pair of shoes that you know is going to do well, as in Dunks or a Jordan 1 or or any of these classics, those shoes are typically going to do well. But the ones like a, a random Jordan 5, like the Oregon's, beautiful colorway, right? Very, very clean. A lot of people, I mean, I was talking to my cousin. He said he's been waiting for years for that colorway to come out and release to the public. Um, and it's one of those colorways that just catches your eye. And they're going to do the same thing with the Michigans. And it's just, they're, they're beautiful shoes. And so those ones, you have to do your research on. Say, okay, what are the pre uh, pre-release prices, what are these looking like they will be going for, and then what are we going to be selling them for, and then going from there, uh, comparing those to what you think they'll dip to, and so it takes a little bit of taste, it takes a little bit of uh, a little bit of experience, but that's what you have to do to get anywhere, you have to put in some work, you have to put in the effort to learn to get to where you want to be, and so I would encourage you to do that, but if you are somebody who's been doing this a while, I mean, a while, you know how important it is to do your research. And I have been slacking on that. I honestly, I forgot that one of the pairs of shoes was coming out today that was, and I was quickly scrambling, um, trying to get set up for them to come out. And I ultimately, ultimately screwed up. And so let's talk a little bit about that right now. So there were three pairs of shoes that came out today. Maybe most of you only knew about two, but there were actually three. And the First two pairs of shoes with the Dunk Highs in the green colorway that were they were very clean. Really like those shoes a lot. Um, I'm not a big green person, but those would have looked really nice to have on foot. I wouldn't have kept them for on foot because they're going to go for so much, but they are a very clean colorway. So those came out. And then the Kobe, I've been calling them Protos, but they're the Protros. I didn't actually, I've never seen the, the second R there, I guess. Um, but it's the Protros, and those Kobe 5 Protros came out today in a DeMar DeRozan PE that has also been deemed the zebra colorway. And it's the zebra colorway because there are stripes on it that are black and white, kind of like a zebra. So very beautiful shoe, uh, like a gray, kind of more neutral looking colorway. But um, the the fact that there was a lot of designs and patterns on it and stuff really made it stick out. And so good looking shoe there that was coming out and those were both sneakers releases, but then Nike also on their site released the collab with denim. I think it was D E H N A M. Um, the air max one. And this shoe has been hyped for probably about the last month. Ever since I saw it come up on Twitter, I was paying attention to it. A lot of people were talking about it. A lot of people that were pretty big on Twitter were saying, big in the sneaker community, were saying that they really like the colorway of the shoe. When they typically like the colorway, they've been doing this for a while. That means it's going to sell very well. And I didn't even think about it. I didn't put too much effort into research. And I got to about five minutes before the release. I looked up the colorway and realized that it was going for about double of what it was releasing at, which was $300. So releasing at $300, flipping for about $600 plus on StockX, and that's just a huge smash right there. And so I didn't do my research properly because I forgot that the Kobe 5 Pro Shows were coming out as a draw. And so huge mistake there. In hindsight, what I would have done is... I would have went for the Air Max first, then doubled back to the sneakers app, went for the Dunk Highs, and then you have 10 to 15 minutes for a raffle release, and the raffle release for the Kobe's went on way, way past when those other shoes are sold out. 
Instead, what I did is I went for the Dunk Highs first, then I went for the Air Max second, and on some accounts, I even went for the Kobe's second, which was stupid because those were going to release a lot longer, uh, have a lot longer release period to get entered into for them since they were releasing over like a 10-minute span. And I went for the Pro Tros second, and then I ended up going for the Air Max third in some and on some cases. And that that was a mistake. You don't want to you want to prioritize the most expensive shoe, the most the most resellable shoe. And sometimes I toy with that a little bit. If there's three shoes coming out, I will sometimes go for the one I think I can most likely get. Maybe everybody's going to be going for a Jordan one, and so I'll go for the dunk. Or I mean that happened back when the Jordan High eighty fives came out and the Strange Loves came out. Nobody really knew what the Strange Loves are gonna do. Everybody knew they were going to smash, but the high eighty fives were numbered, and that's huge. Numbered shoes are huge because that means that they are not they're not going to make any more. You know that they're not going to make any more. And not only that, but it's just really cool to have a numbered shoe. And so that was a shoe that everybody went after first. I ended up going after the Strange Loves first because I figured, hey, I have a better shot of getting those. Uh, Nike servers crashed. I ended up getting through on my iPad and I got the Strange Loves and then I ended up selling those. So my point is there's times where you can prioritize maybe the less uh, the the worst selling shoe and and now those strange loves are, are selling I think better than the high 85s were but um, those strange loves were the less desirable shoe because they were not numbered and they were a little bit weird where the high 85s were the more desired shoe and that's a case where you could make a case for going for the less desirable shoe because you know both are going to flip well it's which one should I go for first and in my opinion I think you have a better shot of getting the one you go for first now that's not always the case, but it just it seems that way after past wins and losses that I've had that typically the ones I enter for first I end up getting. So went for the Air Max second on all accounts, and that is number one a huge fail on my part because uh, those were going to make me a lot of money. That you were stood to make two hundred fifty to three hundred bucks on any pair of those shoes that you got, and I didn't go for them, didn't even look at them. And if I had done my research last night, I would have thought oh, wow, these are going for a lot of money. I wonder what they're going to look like post-release. And after the release, they were so limited, I think that they jumped up a little bit. So they were going around 700 bucks on some different sizes that I was looking at. So really, really profitable colorway. I mean, we're talking about somewhere between 250 to $400 profit, and that's, that's a very, very profitable release. And so I ended up not going for those as quickly as I would have liked to. And I ended up missing on every case that I went for them in. I, I posted it on my Instagram, um, on my story that if you want to see how I get sneakers, here's how. And then it was just a bunch of the L's that I took because a lot of people think that I take a lot of W's and that's really not the case. I take more L's than I do W's and that's, that's really key there. I just enter a lot of times and I, I have, um, you know, people that I will have that will go for the releases for me and stuff. And it's just, you know, family members and, and people that uh, care about what I'm doing and don't necessarily care about getting the shoes themselves or wanting to sell them. And I was talking to somebody on Instagram and they were going, well, how do you get more people to go for you? And I was like, well, it's very simple. Just find a couple of your friends or find some family members. Say, hey, you know, sign up for this account. You can make some, you can get to give them a credit card or whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, or you can make it like... Nike accounts take PayPal too. So you could, if you're if you're worried, you say, okay, I'm either a kid, I don't have uh, a bunch of credit cards, I can't get credit cards. Fine, go make PayPal accounts. Go make a bunch of PayPal accounts. Set each one up with a sneakers account. Give them all to your friends and say, listen, 
make sure they're trustworthy friends. Okay, that, that's that's number one. Don't don't give it to some like random kid who's gonna use your information on PayPal to buy things. Okay, but trustworthy friends say, listen. Okay, I will give you. I need you to go for these. I will text you and you know set it up. Get either set it up somehow where you take just a screenshot of the shoe and then hit like the little share button at the bottom. Send it to the people and share like the link because you can share the link directly from sneakers. Share that with people that you trust and that have your Nike account and they're already signed in on their phone, just send it to them like five minutes before the drop. Make sure you text them maybe like an hour before the drop and say, hey, listen, this is, these are coming out in an hour. If you can go for them in five, within like, you know, when they come out, I will give you, I don't know, somewhere between 10 to 20% of the profits. If they're not willing to do it for free or they're not doing it, say, listen, whatever I profit on these, I'll give you 10 to 20%. You literally have to go in and hit purchase and then you will make money. Like that's, that's how easy this is going to be for you. And some of these releases, you make 200 bucks, that person's getting 20% of 200 bucks, they're going to get 40 bucks, but you ended up making $160 that you wouldn't have ever made. And that is huge. I think that that's something I would like to start doing. Um, because right now I just have like my parents, they, they'll do it for, for me and uh, my girlfriend will go for them for me and they don't really want to like take money and stuff for it. And I, that's, that's awesome. And I super, I really appreciate that. But to like get people involved, more people to have more people going for you, that's just more chances. That's more opportunities. And I can't set up 10 iPads and 10 iPhones. First off, that's a huge cost on my part. And two, I don't even have that much time. Like we're talking about like a minute to two minutes here to enter all these. Like it's, it's ridiculous. You would, and you have to get people's phone numbers and stuff. Like there's a lot involved with making a Nike account for good reason. People talk about botting Nike and they, I've gotten a lot of questions. Can I bought Nike? That's, let's talk about that right now. A Nike bot does not get you sneakers. It, no, well, that's not true. A Nike bot does not magically get you sneakers. Okay. The way you buy a sneakers release is you have to have a Nike account. To have a Nike account, you have to have a real legitimate US phone number attached to that account. So you can't, and you can't use Google, like none of that stuff works. It's a real Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, whatever carrier you have, you have to sign up with that account with that phone number and they send you a text and it's verified. Well, you can't use any fake numbers, so they've gotten around that. And so it's very hard to bot Nike because you can't just make any random account with an email and then sign up and go for the shoes. You have to have a, a real phone number, which is not that easy to come by. You can't just Google fake phone numbers for, you know, like that. that's not going to work. And so you want to have to find all these accounts and there's different ways of getting them and stuff. But then number two, more importantly than that, you have to get a bot. And, and these bots, they don't do anything magical. They literally enter the releases for you. That's it. So you're taking now maybe instead of one shot at the release, you may be taking 50. But in order to get the 50, you first have to get the bot. And a lot of these bots are very limited. They don't, they're not always in stock. I think there may be like one or two that are in stock, but you have to get those bots. You have to get a bunch of accounts. I mean, you have to get a bunch of accounts. You have to get like proxies. So it doesn't all look like you can't sign up for all these releases from your house. They're going to know. They're going to see that it's all coming from one IP address. And they're going to say, well, this person is sending 50 requests to our website from one house. Chances are there's not 50 members in that house that are trying to buy sneakers. So that looks like a red flag and they'll block all of those from going through. And even if you do get all those to go through, Nike is still very, very good at filtering, which means that they are saying this looks like the activity that was done on our site was done in a way that looks like it was done by uh, a machine. It was done either too quickly or it was done with a method, uh, the way that the person went through and entered the information, whatever it may be, it looks like it was done by a bot. And that is, that's huge because now they can filter out things that they will think look like a bot. So one, you have to make a bunch of accounts. So 
If you can make a bunch of accounts, great, you have step one. Two, you would have to find a bot and get a bot, and that's one of the bigger difficulties. But even if you hurdle those two things, three, you have to get yourself set up with proxies so that you can then appear like you're coming from different areas of the world. And not only that, you have to make sure those proxies are not banned by Nike because Nike knows that proxies they know their proxies that are coming in and they know typically these are used to buy a lot of sneakers so they will ban those and so even if you buy them you could get bad ones that don't actually work and what are you going to do go back to the person and say hey you sold me bad proxies that's not going to work they're not going to give you your money back and so you have to find good reputable sellers of those and then even if you get through nike still may determine that you are not a legitimate buyer using their site the way that they want within their terms of service and filter your thing out anyways so you may only actually have two or three or or ten or whatever that go through well you could do that anyways you could you could get very easily have 10 accounts going for these if you just talk to people around you. And so it's one of those things that I think a lot of people they get hung up on thinking, well, the bots took all the stock. No, what happened is they release so few of these shoes. Like yesterday, they released two pairs of shoes, two individual pairs, 30,000, less than 30,000 pairs were hitting Nike. Okay, think about that. You have millions of people going for these shoes at one time. I would argue millions of people. And 30,000 pairs are released. To be able to hit on those frags yesterday was ridiculous. It, it was something that it was a very, very, very luck of the draw kind of thing because it was very difficult to get entered for those and win with so many people going for the shoes and so little stock of the shoes to actually get. And so it's something to keep in mind. These releases are not they're not releasing unlimited stock. I know a lot of us know that because we don't get the shoes, but they're not even releasing like comparable stock like there there's very very few pairs that they're releasing a lot of the times now if they do a major restock like i think with the breads that came out i think they were the bread 11s last uh winter last like a right it was right around thanksgiving they came out right before like i really started looking into sneakers um i didn't go for them they ended up reselling pretty well but they i think they released like over a million pairs of those things between nike and other sites that they had releasing them I, I was pretty sure that I heard the stock number was around a million, if not more. And so a ton, a ton of pairs being released where compared to yesterday, you have Nike releasing less than 30,000 pairs. And then you have some of these other sites that release shoes, 60, 70 pairs. You're never, you are never going to have a, a great shot at getting them because there's just so few pairs. So that's not to discourage you, but that's just to say don't beat yourself up because you think all these botters are out there taking the shoes there are people that bought nike there are people that are successful at doing it but i don't know many of them and and it's very very difficult to do it successfully nike is very good at what they do they are actually one of the best at what they do um if not the best they know really how to get around a lot of this stuff and they've been in the game for as long as anybody because bots sneaker bots were created off of nike sneakers i mean that that makes sense right and so one it's not that easy to enter um and nike knows how to get around these things to prevent people from getting onto their site and buying shoes where they're buying 10 pairs i mean it happens very very rarely do people get through nike's usually very good at filtering so it's just one of those things do not let yourselves be do not beat yourself up because that's what i did i didn't hit on a single release for i don't know probably about half a year and one, that's because I was going for them on my phone, and that's it. Like, one entry, and that's it. Two, my phone is slow. Like, my old iPhone 6 is very slow. Like, if you are not able to, whenever the release comes out and hit, like, purchase, like, your phone's slow. And that's, 
you have timed enter. So that's not really the biggest reason. The biggest reason is that I was the only person going for them for me and I was taking less chances. And it just happened that I was very, very, very unlucky. And now I, I have other people that work with me to get them and it's awesome. I, I appreciate them so much for that. And coupled with the fact that I think that my I think that my phone was was a little bit slow. I don't think that you have I, I don't know. It just seemed a little bit it seemed a little bit off. Like I I've never hit with that phone ever. <laughs> like I, I may have hit once with it, I think back in October when they released the uh, Shattered Backboard 2.0 or 3.0s. I think they were the 3.0s. Those were like the last thing I hit with them. And I've used that phone for every release since then. So just think about that. I mean, you're using a phone you hit one time since October. It's almost been it's almost been a year. It's going to be October in next month. So do not beat yourself up over this. I, I do not want you to beat yourself up over this. A lot of people, they see these sneakers come out, they don't hit, and then I just see it all the time over social media, over the groups that I'm in. You know, I missed the Nike sneakers app. I might as well not even go for them. Oh, look at it, another L. Like, of course you're gonna take Ls. There's so many people going for the shoes and there are so few shoes being released. So just keep that in mind and, and realize that, you know, you may not be a terrible reseller or a terrible sneaker seller just because you can't get a sneakers release. There's other ways to get sneakers. You can go to stores. You can go to online sites. You can wait for deals to pop up. You can use cashback. Like there's so many different ways to get a good deal on sneakers that you can resell. And there's so many areas. Reddit I've talked about before. Facebook, you can find a Facebook group. You could go on YouTube and look into it. There's so much information out there on all of the topics that you're wondering about. I'm just trying to give you a little bit of an introduction as to why you don't need to beat yourself up over not getting a sneakers release. It's not worth it. There's so many people a lot of these big time resellers, uh, sneaker resellers, sometimes don't hit. You have an off day. And if they have an off day and we don't really know what we're doing that well, then heck yeah, we're gonna have a lot of off days until we really get this thing down pat. So hopefully that encourages you. That's just really what I've been thinking about. I think I think a lot of people really beat themselves up over this whenever they go, whenever they wanna get into it. They, they realize it's a lot more difficult than they maybe would have thought to start out. The, the process is simple execution is more difficult and that's kind of the that's the big key with it so hopefully that helps you out hopefully that gives you a little bit of encouragement if you hit on any of the sneakers today that's awesome i actually bought in my first pair of sneakers today which is a really really cool i i think it was the first pair i bought it i'm not sure but i did hit on one pair which was awesome they were the kobe's so i was super pumped about that um, not the most profitable out of all the shoes, but definitely the most plentiful out of all the shoes that came out today. And so that was really cool to be able to hit on those. Um, just, you know, it was cool. I, I really didn't think I would be able to hit on those. And there was a lot of hype and desire for the shoe. So it was cool. But yeah, I took L's all over the board. And if you want to see that, just go find me on Instagram. Um, and check it out because it, it is it is actually kind of funny. I mean, they were just I, email after email. You didn't win the draw. You didn't win the draw. They actually sent me twice. They sent me the notification twice from the sneakers app on one account. Hey, you didn't get the shoes like twice. I was like, well, thank you for rubbing it in my face, you know? Um, so, you know, that's just something to keep in mind. Hopefully that encourages you though into, into keep like keeping and carrying on with this and 
continuing to try and go after these releases because that's really the biggest thing. The perseverance of this is huge and continuing to learn, continuing to better yourself with reselling is really the way that you'll get yourself to the spot that you want to be at, whether you want to be making $1,000 a month or $10,000 a month or, or whatever. You can get there. You just have to put in the work. And so that's my thoughts. That's really what I'm thinking about. Hopefully that helps you out. Um, if you get any sort of value from this podcast in any way. It would mean the world to me if you would just go to iTunes, click the five stars and give me a five star rating. That is really the only way people find the podcast. So that helps me out a ton. Um, but yeah, I, I would just really appreciate that. So um, with that being said, I'm going to go. It is Friday. Have a good weekend and I will get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.